good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to Truckers USA American. My name is Miguel Reynoso. Fox, today I want to talk about a piece of article that I found here in uh, Fleetio. And it says here that 2023 trucking industry forecast is no doubt that many of the factors that have been playing on the trucking industry since the pandemic are continuing to evolve in and basically in today's uh, freight market. Basically says here the coming year and more for the same 2023 Basically, the freight the freight paying less this year than one used to pay last year. It's not a secret that right now a lot of trucking companies and owner operators are struggling, and unfortunately, uh, a lot of companies are going to be out of service because they're not going to be able to keep operating with these. Uh, Fresh situation, and it doesn't matter what you do right now, and how many strikes or how many boycotts you guys want to do, because this is not going to take you anywhere. Unfortunately, the freight market is basically on the ground; it's not paying, and it's not a secret that you know. It's not just the uh, owner operator and the small trucking companies they're basically suffering. Some of the big companies are getting hit hard, but they can take the heat because this company, you know, they have reserved, you know, millions of dollars for situations like this. They can go on for years and they can keep operating with, you know, they, they have losses, but, you know, they're going to be able to keep operating until the situation the situation you know uh gets better but unfortunately fox company like ups jb hunt and some of the uh, rail companies are basically right now laying off a lot of people because ups basically lay off 20,000 uh, truck drivers because they don't have the freight demand that they used to have. UPS also says that unfortunately they they, they don't want to they don't want to fight anybody, but they don't have the freight to basically keep moving all these drivers, and they basically uh, end up taking the decision to let go of 20,000 drivers. Now that is nationwide. Now, just imagine that. 20,000 drivers without a job. And it says here that also JB Hunt is basically laying off some of the drivers because they don't have the freight demand. And uh, some of the rail companies, like BNS, also is letting go a lot of, you know, owner operators that, owner operators that they had to basically hold uh, the local containers and stuff like that. So, and people that work basically on the rail. So, it's, just, it's not just the trucking industry people that's being hit, you know, on this current situation, in this recession. It's basically everybody.
it's not just the trucking companies they are you know going through a rough moment but <clears throat> the situation is worsening and it's not a secret that uh, some companies or the large trucking companies you know they keep operating with no problem and they keep hiring new drivers because that's how they make the money they get basically drivers out of you know fresh out of the school so they won't pay these people nothing so that's basically the way they make money I mean they hire any truck drivers that go work for them but you know they're not going to pay you so and the situation is basically it's, it's going downhill now there is, there, this is another information here that says that basically most of the big or the large trucking companies they basically uh, are struggling especially with the anti-miles because one of the biggest threats to the trucking operation is basically if the driver has to you know move two three hundred miles to go pick up a load and that's basically killing the industry and the reason for that is that some of these companies they don't have the uh, efficiency or the uh, fleet management software or the trucking software that they should have so they can keep a basically safe operation and a profitable operation and they can keep all the uh, all over you know the fleet running and all that kind of stuff now <laughs> this is my personal opinion uh, you guys know that a small trucking company has 10 20 50 trucks I'm not gonna be able to afford this trucking software or this logistics software that they mentioned here because this thing costs a lot of money and plus what's the point of you getting a software when you have five ten trucks 50 trucks and you don't have all the drivers operating basically those trucks because this software costs a lot of money and i don't know if you guys know but some of these software are basically you know it like a, it's like a freight board just for the big trucking companies but the problem is big trucking companies they don't move uh freight from the brokers they move the freight direct from the cheaper and some of these big trucking companies they have basically accounts we basically the majority of the large you know 500 fortune company so you cannot compare a uh, company that has a fleet let's just say 40 trucks to a company that has 500,000 1500 2500 trucks okay that's a large that's a large fleet okay you cannot com you cannot compete with a company like that and of course, these people had this software and all that because they had customers all over the country. And these people can afford to have this software. So, 
my answer to these people that do this kind of, uh, you know, statistic or write this article or maybe they go sit down and talk to these uh, uh, large trucking companies and stuff like that is that you cannot compare a company that has over 500 trucks with a company that has only 50 trucks. Okay? That company has a a network set up with freight that sometimes they, 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 not, they can't even handle because they don't they have so much freight they cannot handle they don't have enough drivers okay so of course I mean because I don't know if you know but some of these uh, logistics software it can cost you easily easily five, $500 a week a month I'm sorry a month $500 a month and for somebody that has five trucks and only two or three trucks are moving to spend five hundred dollars in a software like that, it is not it's not profitable. Because the the reason is, is you mean you need to have the freight to have this kind of software. If you don't have the freight, you, you know you cannot use this software because what you're gonna do? You're gonna put brokers phrase in, the, in this thing? I mean, come on. That's just a waste of money. Plus, you guys know the brokers, don't, they don't pay. And this is the situation that I don't know who, I don't know who is the person that basically write these articles and talk to these people because honestly, you, you guys talking to the wrong people. Because another I, I know another another example is will be like, I got 50 trucks, right? And I got a couple of warehouses that basically, you know, depend on my company, my, my small company to deliver, you know, whatever they have or a small, you know, manufacturing company. They, they you know, they produce uh, food and, you know, frosting food or whatever. They cannot basically afford to pay the rate the large, you know, the, the largest trucking companies charge. So that's why they need companies like us because we move those freight for them because they're not, they don't want to do business with the big companies because, you know, some of these, uh, a small warehouse or a small manufacturing company, basically they get an order and they're trying to produce that order and ship it right away so it can get to the customer. So, compared to the trucking companies, they use those logistics software, okay? Remember, this, these people have thousands of trailers, and the deal they make with these customers, or the cheaper, is drop and hook. Basically, the cheaper doesn't need a product right away. So, that's why they do the drop and hook. They go pick up this they go drop 20, 40, whatever trailers that they agree up, you know, they, they agree and they go drop those trailers over there. Sometimes those trailers are sitting over there for weeks loaded, waiting for a driver to go pick them up. And then you go pick them up and you bring it to another place or a distribution place and you drop it. And sometimes those trailers stay there for two, three days, sometimes a week before they put it on the door and unload it. So big companies, they can afford that because they have the equipment, they have a lot of equipment, 
and they have a freight network. They don't have to deal with brokers. Now, compared to a small manufacturing guy or a small warehouse that they need basically to sell that product and send it to the buyer right away, okay? That's why they need companies like us. But the problem is, in this current market, if we go out of service, some of this warehouse and this small, you know, production company, whatever, they probably build furniture or food or whatever, they're going to get hurt too because if we don't move those slow for them, then they're going to have to be forced to pay whatever rate that the large trucking companies charge them. And some of these small companies are not going to be able to afford that. And little by little, it's going to create, you know, a basically a... a a chain reaction because if you if you go out of business let's say 40 owner operators go out of business then this warehouse or this guy that has a small uh factory that produces you know food or whatever you know not gonna be able to cheap you know his merchandise because he's not gonna be able to you know he's not gonna be able to they sell it because if he sell it for that price then, you know, it's going to cost him too much to send it to the buyer. And remember, the freight system is basically the way it works is the cheapest you can get it. Okay? The cheapest you can get it. That's why right now you're seeing a lot of companies that, you know, basically are going out of business because you cannot afford to operate 50 trucks. We... You know, just getting a dollar twenty, dollar twenty-three a mile. You're not gonna be able to survive. And this is the situation that's, that's going on. So these people made these uh, articles and all that stuff, and they basically talk to the wrong people because it's not a secret that I mean, for you to be able to use those software, you need basically a net a network of freight that you can basically. Put on that system. If you don't have that much freight, I mean, it is no use for you to have this logistic software because it will be not profitable. It, I mean, you're just wasting your money, right? And he says, yeah, the transportation trucking, basically, the, the railroad shows us. I don't know. I think they made a mistake over here because JB Hung is not a railroad company, but. It says here that some of the uh, railroad companies basically are struggling also with the freight because they're not getting that high demand that they used to get. And right now, the rail companies are basically laying off a lot of people because there's not enough freight and some of the uh, ports that they have if they would have like, it says yeah, if they would have like 20 employees working in one of those ports, basically they have to let go of at least half of it because the demand of freight that they're getting right now is not enough to keep the full operation running. And basically, I mean, I mean, you know, Companies is you know keep getting 
this way is going to be, this situation is going to go worse. It's going to be bad. Because if the rail companies are basically, you know, firing people or laying off people because they don't have enough work, that means this, is, this situation is going to get bad than what it is right now. So, says here that the UPS CEO, Carl Tom, said in declaration that U.S. retail sales and factor is basically low in the uh, anticipation of the volume of freight that they usually expect every year. And that condition, they're basically they were expecting it was basically uh, 30% below all the average freight that they get every year. And this is the reason they have to basically lay off so many people nationwide. Just imagine that people. Company like UPS are having trouble getting freight. Just imagine, you know, a guy that only has one truck and it has to deal with the broker. Because the brokers, I mean, they want to make money too. Because, I mean, it's a business. And I, I understand that you want to make money. But, I mean, it's not fair that if you grab a loaf from the cheaper that pays $1,000, you want to pay me only $550 so you can keep $450. I mean, it's not fair. I mean... They don't see it that way, but the situation is, you know, is basically worsening and, and it's getting bad. So I don't know how far we're going to get with this, but this recession is, is bad, really bad. And we cannot keep up with this current situation. And if we, de- if, I mean, if we keep moving these lows at these prices and the fuel. I mean, the fuel price went down a little bit, but it's not enough. But hopefully, hopefully next year, I mean, it might get better. And I know some of you guys like are hoping that, you know, you know, guys, you know, you know, summertime also is like one of the best seasons for, you know, for freight to move freight around the country because the summer season always you know, it's a high value, you know, has a lot of volume of, of freight moving around. But the problem is, is like, there is another article here that says that uh, the trucking industry this summer is not going to make, I mean, it's not going to have that volume of freight that they used to have in the previous year because the farmers are not buying any fertilizers because, and then they're not buying any, uh, uh, farming equipment and remember this season right now spring that's where we start moving all those fertilizers and you know uh, farming equipment and all that stuff and it's get busy because this is the season for the farmers to, to start planting and you know right now I mean it's really slow I mean freight at this time is supposed to be moving but right now you get into the low board and the low board has maybe a few lows posted. And whatever they post over there, I mean, it's not pain. So 
the situation is getting bad. And remember, if the uh, farmers not buying anything, that means they're not going to basically produce any food on the summer. So by August, we usually, you know, they start picking up whatever they grow. You know, that's also when it is, you know, gets a little bit busy. So there's, there's not going to be enough demand to basically pick up anything. Potatoes, onions, you know, whatever they plant, you know, here in the country. And it, it's going to be this summer. If you guys are expecting, I mean, I hope I hope it change. But I don't see any changes, to be honest with you. I know you guys like to work, you know, the, the, the summer really hard until like probably the 20th of December. And then you, some of you guys shut down until like maybe May because you guys don't like to, you know, work on the winter. But I mean, I don't want to be. <laughs> I, I, but uh, I mean, it, it just. It, it, it just, you know. It's just not going to happen because there's nothing coming out of Asia anyway. I mean, the ports are basically laying off people too. So most of the guys who work on the ports, moving the containers, you know. Basically, some of those guys are, they, you know, are out here trying to survive just like we are. So, and he says also here that basically in 2023, some of the carriers like Schneider, J.B. Hunt, Hub Group expecting improvement of market condition by the mid-year. The trucking industry remains optimistic. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, but I mean, it, it, they're talking about the big trucking companies, like always. Remember, this this company they they have a network afraid okay they move freight for the 500 fortune company these people don't need you know to move loads for any broker they they, they got their own broker division so and of course this company they they're not gonna they're not gonna they're gonna lose some because i mean nobody's making money right now in this situation because you know it's a recession and you know the market is basically crashing down. So these companies are not going to go anywhere. We are. We're probably going to disappear because we're not going to. We, we cannot afford to keep operating in this kind of situation. But these companies, they're not going anywhere. These companies, they're going to stay exactly where they are because these companies, they have money to basically, you know, survive this storm or whatever you want to call this situation right now. We cannot, we cannot afford. Oh, basically, we're not gonna be able to survive this current situation because it's not enough freight. Plus, the freight is not paying, and I mean everything is, everything is is, is basically up. It's like another piece of article here that says that basically, while the trucking industry is basically. Going into a rough moment, basically, <clears throat> all the uh, 
you know, if you go to basically saying like if you go to a supermarket, everything costs more than it used, you know, than before. And I mean, it's basically at, at that end. And I don't know. The situation is getting bad, and there's no secret that we're not making any money. Because if you check, if you check the low board right now, lows are not paying. Right now, I'm in the Midwest, trying to get a low for tomorrow. And right now, I don't see anything that pays, not even close to a dollar one. There's low that pays more than two dollars, but they're going like what, a hundred miles. And you guys, is, you know, it's not worth it to move those low. I mean, to me, I mean, to me, it's just a waste of time. It's just a waste of time right now. But. This is what's going on. And also the uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics is saying that compared to last year on the uh, trucking industry says that the freight basically went down 25 to 30 percent down of the average uh you know, freight cost or whatever the law was paying last year. And that is true because, and I think it's more than that. It's got to be more than, more than, more than 30% because if you see some of the loads that they were used to pick up before, you know, they used to pay six, $7,000 right now. You spend you like what? 28, 25, the most $3,000. So, just imagine if you used to get a if you used to pick up a load before that pays you seven seventy five I mean seven thousand five hundred dollars and right now he's paying you twenty eight hundred dollars I mean that's a fifty percent you know that's a fifty percent low because basically you're getting less or basically less of the half of what whatever that load was paying before so and. I mean, I mean, some of you guys, I, I mean, some of you guys don't want to move those low because they're not paying. But to be honest with you, I, I don't see how you're going to survive this if you don't move this low because, I mean, either way, you're going to struggle. If you don't move it, you're going to struggle. And if you move it, you're going to struggle. So don't matter what you do right now, that rope is going to be around your neck. So, but prediction for the uh, trucking industry for 2023 it says here, despite the challenges that faces in the trucking industry, some executive and analysts are basically <laughs> optimists about the uh, the future of the spot prices with companies like. All Dominions, nice Swiss transportation, you know, keeping a close eye on the market. But basically, what, what are they keeping eye on the market? I mean, these people control all the freight. They're not struggling. We are. We are the one that getting hit out here. Not then. But, but, 
you guys know this situation is not just here. Is this is this situation is basically global. This is a global situation. I mean, the economic is bad everywhere because it looks like whatever happens in 2019 with the pandemic. I mean, or 2020, I think it was. Uh, it's catching us right now, and we're getting hammered really hard. So, but companies like this, of course, they they gonna. I mean, these big companies, they're gonna be, they're gonna be able to survive this. We're not gonna be able to survive this. So, but. That's what's going on. Well, Fox, that's all I have for today. I'll talk to you guys on the next podcast. Uh, be safe out there. I mean, don't get stressed. And don't work too hard if you're not getting paid. And I hope you guys get back to your family safe. And... I wish you guys all the best up there, I mean, because this situation is really bad for basically all of us, and we're just trying to make it, we're just trying to make a living, but it's getting hard, well, Fox, talk to you guys, bye.